What's up, everybody? You're probably like, where the hell are you? Is this like a new location? Yes, it's a new location. I am in my mom's tremendous closet where she has a lot of purses, hats, lots of clothes, lots of boxes, lots of jewelry, lots of everything, to be honest. And I just wanted to hang out in here because it's a more secure location where I can do my podcasting because my, my dog whines like crazy. It kind of just doesn't echo a lot and also kind of just makes the sound quality better. So I was like, let me just like do my episode in my mom's closet. I think that'd be pretty fun. Anyways, today's episode, I am going to be talking about... Sorry, there's like hair all over my microphone. I'm going to be talking about my wisdom teeth journey. I actually really wanted to talk about this because I, this was a very scary moment for me. The way that I found out that my wisdom teeth are coming in was very, honestly, the most frightening experience of my life. It was just a very scary experience. And I, like, even talking about it kind of gets me stressed out because it's just like, damn, like, I don't know. Anyways, let's just get into it. So I would say probably two months ago, I was, I had COVID. Um, That week I had COVID and I wasn't really doing well. Um, I wasn't really doing well and I was just very sick. And I, when I was eating my food, I felt this very weird sensation in my mouth. And this was a very odd and very not normal um, sensation that was happening in my mouth. Because every time I would chew my food, I was like, at the same time, I was biting down on my left side of my gums at the same time as I was biting down my food. I was just like so confused as to why that was happening to me. It's like, this isn't, this, 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 this is not feel right at all I was very confused but also I was very nervous and honestly scared like why was this happening you know what why was this happening so I for the for that week I ignored it I actually just ignored it and I didn't really pay no attention to it attention I didn't really tell my mom about it I mean I did tell my mom about it but like she didn't like she she just because I, at the same time, I, I thought it was like a canker sore. I thought it was just like a normal canker sore or it was just some sort of sore or something. And I kind of just went by that explanation, explanation, you know, I kind of just like, you know, I was like, it's just a canker sore. It's nothing too, it's nothing too serious. Like John, shut the hell up. Stop overthinking. Stop being dramatic. Like you'll be fine. The week after it kept happening again. Every time I would eat my food, it's like I was feeling the sensation over and over and over and over again. So I immediately went to my bathroom, turned on my flashlight on my phone, looked back there, and it's like my gum was split open and something was growing out of it. But obviously, I didn't know what was happening. I thought... It was just going to heal over time. My mom gave me um, her medicated mouthwash. So I, I was using that for about 
maybe a week and a half because once I start, once I like actually started using it, my the gum actually looked like it was start, it was starting to heal. But at the time, I didn't really realize that it wasn't something that was just you know a, a sore or it, it wasn't something that I can it could just heal in like the next week. I just knew something was off and I knew something was weird. I told my mom about it and I was like, hey, can you please make a, a uh, dentist appointment for me and call and see if they can like, you know, take me in and I can just stop feeling like scared or like nervous that something's happening in my gums that I may not even know about. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to make a dentist appointment for you. I'm going to call them and see if they can fit you in. So she called them and then they said that they can fit me in. And mind you, this was the same dentist place that my mom called before, but they never even reached out back. Like they, they never reached out to her again. Like they, like they weren't, you know, they didn't call her back. She was like losing a little bit of faith for them. So she thought she was going to, you know, she was considering contacting some somewhere else and seeing if they can like probably take me in. She called and they answered whatever. And then they made the appointment. And then last month, I would say I had, I had the appointment and I went, you know, I was waiting with my mom. I was, I was a little bit nervous. I was, a little, I, I, I was because I was just like wondering what the hell it was, like what what's going on in my gums. So I was a little bit concerned and just really scared by the fact that something could be happening, something bad, bad could be happening in my gums. So they called me in, I go in and I take x-rays with like this very unique and very just odd technology of some sort of some sorts that like take your x-rays for you and it was like I was going on a spaceship which was very weird but also I kind of liked it so they took the x-rays and then I went back to my room um they pulled up the x-rays like right away like she just sent like she sent the x-rays from that machine to the computer that was in the room um the one that me and my mom were in and I was like, that's kind of cool, like, how fast I was. She pulled up the x-rays, and my wisdom teeth are coming in. They're growing. But obviously, I was stupid and very dumb-dumb that I didn't know that it was actually my wisdom teeth coming in. And I, I just thought it was some sort of sore or canker sore or some sorts in my gums. Um, but no, it was my canker sore. I mean, my wisdom teeth coming in. I felt relieved that it wasn't anything remotely bad until the actual dentist guy comes in and tells me more, gives me more in depth about what's going to happen, how the procedure is going to go, whatever. Before they pulled up the x-rays, they looked at my two wisdom teeth that were coming in very weirdly. One was coming in straight forward, growing out forward, and then one was coming out, like pushing up against my other teeth, which was going to cause maybe some shift um, in my teeth. My mom asked the, the girl that was there and asked, like, will we have to, like, get surgery? And she was like, oh, yes, absolutely. And when she said that, in that tone, in that way, I was just, like, so scared. I was just so, fuck, nervous. And I couldn't stop feeling scared. I was, like, nervous a little bit. I was like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Like, oh, my gosh, am I going to get surgery today? Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, what's going, what's going to happen? Like, I'm scared here. We were waiting for the doctor to come in, whatever, and he comes in, he goes over the x-rays with me again, and and it tells me in depth about the wisdom teeth coming in, how they're coming in, um, and what to do, and prepare for, you know, surgery, whatever. So he just told me that 
you have to get them pulled out because if you do not get them pulled out, then they will cause some serious long-term damage to your teeth. Not just the wisdom teeth, but to like the rest of your teeth on the bottom and on the top. Because mind you, I have to get four wisdom teeth pulled out of my damn mouth, which is, it's probably just not even that insane the way that I'm like describing it and like telling it to you guys. But you know, it's normal. Everyone gets their wisdom teeth pulled out. But like for me, it's like, this is like my very first time ever getting another surgery since I was five. Because when I was five, I got my tonsils taken out and that was a very trauma experience to reckon with that was like in this that was honestly the worst moment moment of my life when I was like five years old now at 17 I'm getting another surgery surgery which is crazy because this is is actually like my very first surgery in a long long time I was very nervous as one should be I mean well I mean as one would be I mean who wouldn't be nervous or scared when they're getting their wisdom teeth pulled out or just they're getting any other procedure done like it's scary I mean you think the most worst possible outcomes when it comes to surgeries, whether that's getting surgery on your leg or your arm or your heart or your head or whatever the case may be. It's it's just so scary to go into a procedure knowing the fact that anything could happen, but not having that mindset of thinking that something bad will happen during the procedure. I think it was important for me to remember that I am surrounded by professionals who are good at their job and have been who has gone to school for this specific job um, and they know what they're doing so I mean if they didn't know what, what they were doing then I don't think I would have ever gone through the procedure or even thought about even getting surgery um, of getting my wisdom teeth pulled out I wouldn't I would have never even went through with it if I didn't know that these people were actually qualified and certified to like do these type of surgeries like the oral surgery he told me that you know yes we're gonna have to pull them out um, since your bottom row wisdom teeth are growing, they're not, you know, yet grown fully, uh, we will have to, like, slit open the gum and, like, pull them out, which is, like, you know, disgusting to even, like, it's so disgusting to even, like, say in words, but he, he just told me that, you know, since they are not fully grown yet, we will have to, like, go in there, slit the gum open, and, like, pull them out, or we might actually have to, like, break the tooth in half in order to, like, get it out completely when he told me that I absolutely flipped my shit I was nervous I was scared I was shitting my pants I was thinking outside the box I was I was just overthinking about everything I was overthinking about the surgery how I'm gonna be after the surgery like I was thinking about every possible thing that could happen during the procedure and I haven't even gotten scheduled for the procedure yet and I'm already thinking about the worst possible outcomes for the procedure. So yes, I am nervous because my mom on top of that, which is every time I'm in this situation, my mom has to bring up something that I did not need to know about at all. And she was like, yep, you have to get surgery. Like she even told me that beforehand, before the guy walked in and told me that I will have to get surgery. She already told me that. So she was the first person to get me stressed out. I was like, thank you mom for sharing that information. I highly highly appreciate it so so much i love you why would you literally tell me that i don't understand like i don't i didn't need to know that okay coming from you because she likes to she has this tendency of like scaring the shit out of me every time there's something happening with i don't know my health or like you know 
my physical health, like whatever. She always brings up something that is so scary. I'm like, why do you have to continue to freak me out every damn time something happens? Like, it's so messed up. But anyways, you know, they kind of like basically went over the procedure. I mean, they were they just said that they were going to put me out and I wouldn't really feel a thing. But if I did feel a thing that they would actually provide me more of the medication or whatever I have to take for the procedure and, you know, give me more of it so that I don't actually have to feel anything. They had to um, schedule me for another appointment of me going over the procedure, even though they kind of like already went over it with me. They were going to, you know, schedule another appointment and... Um, and that was this month, I would say. Um, so I went to the other appointment that was scheduled to this month. It was just to go over the procedure, what's going to happen, whatever. Um, and they just told me, the guy told me, and let me tell you this funny thing. So when I was in there, I was recording because I'm going to be doing like a, um, mini documentary series. Like this, this is part one. And then there will be a part two of me going into the office, you know, whatever. And then after going into like surgery whatever. So this is just part one. So I was filming half of part two and with my mom and when I tell you this doctor comes in and or the you know the oral surgeon comes in and me and my me and my mom were like mid talking like mid conversation we were talking whatever and she immediately just stopped talking once the oral surgeon came in because she found him very attractive I just walked in buff whatever and he was wearing a mask so my mom couldn't really tell how what he looked like so she was a little bit like "Mm." Are you cute under there? Like, you know, she was like a little bit, you know, she was a little flirtatious. Once he walked in, I kid you not, this woman just shut the hell up. She just, she didn't say anything to me. She acted like I was not even there. And she was just listening to whatever he was saying, going going over the procedure and how it's going to work, blah, 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 blah. And I, I kid you not, I tried not to hold, I tried to hold my laughter in because it was just so hilarious that she just she went silent like she went on silent mode once he walked in it was so funny and hilarious but um in the moment it was but now like going over it was like "Mm." but anyways um but he was just going over the procedure with me and he was just saying you know we're gonna put you out for it um we're gonna give you medications beforehand so then you don't have to feel any of the symptoms that you feel after the procedure is done and all that stuff so then you can you know heal quicker and you know don't have to feel that pain you know but i'm getting four pulled out so I'm going to be feeling that pain tremendously and I'm going to be feeling that pain, you know, just so harshly. So, you know, they're going to give me medications for it. You know, they kind of just went over the procedure. And I think once they told me that, you know, I'm going to be out, I'm not going to be feeling anything um, that honestly made me feel better, honestly, because I was scared that they would like, you know, keep me up for it. But I don't think they're supposed to. I think, they're, you know, they're supposed to, keep you know, put you out for it. But. Um, he told me that, you know, it's, it's like waking up the next day, you know, it's like you're going to sleep the night before getting ready for work. And then, you know, you kind of wake up the next day afterward. That's how it's going to be. You know, I think that kind of like made me, oh, that kind of made me more, you know, comfortable and less stressed about it because, you know, like I, like I said, I, I am surrounded by professionals. So, you know, they do know what they're doing and I don't have to like actually worry about if something goes wrong. But I mean, that's what I was thinking before. I was like, you know what? Because, you know, y'all, this is my very first surgery again since my tonsils were taken out when I was five years old. So, like, now, like, it's been it's been so, so long since I got my tonsils taken out. And that was when I was five. So, that would, that would be, like, maybe possibly 16 years ago.
I was like, wait, is it 16 years ago or is it 12 years ago? No, it's not 16 years ago. Oh my gosh. No, it was like 12 years ago, I would say. Uh, or even 11. I don't know. It's been a long time. So it's, you know, that it just freaked me out a little bit that, you know, this is like my second surgery, you know? I was hoping that I was not going to get another surgery like in like forever, but here we are. But anyways, when I was dealing with that situation, when I was like trying to figure out what was happening in my gums, I had COVID. During that of me having COVID, I remember, I, if you guys don't know, if you guys don't follow me on my Instagram, I keep, I honestly update about everything I'm doing, like either if I'm launching something, either if it's like I'm, if I have a new podcast episode coming up, whatever. I always just like inform people on Instagram all the time. So I announced that I was coming out with a coffee brand, a coffee company um, called, you know, Michael Coffee. And I worked on it for at least seven months. Um, it took me a long time to come up with a name. It was very, I mean, it was a very easy name, but it took me a long time to just create, develop it and kind of work on the products. Where can I find a manufacturer and, you know, all that stuff, you know, to, all that stuff to like, you know, produce the coffee, whatever. And also, you know, design the packaging and the logo and, the, you know, the whole promotion thing on social media, whatever. I was trying to find that so I can really like, you know, make this brand feel like it's me and also make sure that this brand is, you know, capable of, you know, um, you know, going through a very smoother course of becoming a bigger brand. I don't know, but I was working hard on it. So I announced sometime in January that it was launching on the 21st or the 22nd. Now, before the launch, I got sent samples of the coffee. And I was very, very excited to try out these coffees because, you know, I worked on it. And I wanted to try them. And I wanted to see if these were really good. And if they weren't, I would just send... I would not even go... I wouldn't say I would go through with the launch. But I would, like, work on it more. And then see if we can we can sort of improve. But... Yet, it was two weeks before launch, so I was just very nervous, but also excited to try to try the coffees. I tried the coffees. They were not good. They tasted wrong. I don't know if it was because I had a Keurig, and I got the bean versions, and also I got the ground versions, but I didn't have any espresso machines. I didn't have anything that would hopefully t- make the coffee taste better, so um, it tasted awful, and... I was very, very upset because it's like I want these to taste good um, and I want people to actually enjoy them and actually say, yeah, that coffee's bomb diggity. But they were not bomb. They were honestly disgusting and I actually hated all the flavors. So a week after that, I got tested positive for COVID. Now, I was like, how the hell did I get COVID? Um... But it was weird because the time frame of me trying the coffees and then even a, not even a week, but days after I got tested positive for COVID. So the company that I was working with, they apparently said that they have good working conditions to produce the coffee. And they also produce like um, powders and they produce, yeah, just, you know, protein powders, teas. Um, and then coffee, but I would think that they would be doing great working conditions, like cleaner working conditions, but 
they never really inform you about how they're producing the coffee at all. And they can never let you visit the warehouse when they're producing the coffee. Because I would like to experience that um, going into a you know manufacturer and seeing how they produce the coffee, how they produce the packaging, all that stuff. Like I would like to see that. Not only for the experience, but only because I want to see how my own coffee that I took my time with to see how they're being made and to just honestly just see that experience and feel that experience, you know, but they didn't let you, they, they wouldn't let you do that. So off the bat, I was very suspicious and don't, I, I just want to say and point out that I took my time to research this manufacturer and I took my time to understand what they do. Um, their working conditions, and I, I did everything I could. Um, but I, as soon as I tried the coffees, it didn't taste good. And then afterwards, I got COVID. So I was like, okay, so do they have clean, like, cleaner working conditions when they're producing the coffee? Like, does someone that was producing the coffee, did they have COVID? Did they have, did it, did they wash their hands before they even, like, produce the coffee and touch the coffee, whatever, whatever they had to do? Like, were they sick? Did they spread their germs? Did they cough on it? Whatever the case may be. Like, what happened? Because I just felt like I got COVID from trying these coffees, which I don't even know if that's possible. But if it is, then I am sort of just going to say that they probably made me have COVID. So before launch had happened, I was dealing with a lot of banking issues and a lot of um, um, payment issues, arrangements um, with the company and also trying to figure out why at the very last minute before launch that I was informed about this whole payment arrangement arrangement thing in order for me to ship out these products to the customers. That was the issue with it. And it was really before launch had happened. And I was very, very upset and so disappointed that I honestly trusted this, this company. And I really put my heart with this company and really trusted them to like handle what I wanted for my coffee brand. And Right off the bat, soon after, or even before launch had happened, I got got caught up in this very stressing entanglement with this this you know manufacturer, and it caused me to just be so stressful. I, I was having major anxiety, and I it honestly caused me to like not want to go outside and ex, it just socialize, and I didn't want to see anyone. I was just so I just felt disappointed, and I felt like so powerless honestly because I really wanted this to go through and I love coffee I love coffee so 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 much and for me to actually like get to um have that um momentum of being in the presence of creating a coffee brand because I am a person who loves coffee I think it would be be fitting for me to do that then get ridiculed and so you know um disappointed by the fact that I can't even go through with it anymore and it was before launch and then when launch happened, the day, like the day on launch, I immediately just deleted the Instagram account. I deleted everything associated with Michael Coffee because I was just so ashamed, so embarrassed, and just so disappointed. But if anyone was like wondering, probably not, but like just in case, you know, that's why it didn't go through. And I'm very disappointed about on why it didn't go through. But hopefully one day it will happen. But if it doesn't, it's okay. I mean, I don't mind, but... I mean, hopefully one day, you know, Michael Coffee will soon rupture and be actually actually become a really sustainable and stable brand from the ground up and not just from 
not being controlled by another manufacturer that would only do by what they follow and not what the creator wants. You know what I'm saying? I don't even think, consider myself a creator, honestly. I just consider myself, like, just a normal person. Um, and then, you know, that's that, that month, honestly, was probably the worst month of 2023. Um, because, you know, I... I I honestly hate when I have to just make goals for the new year, every new year, because I just know that these goals will probably not even like follow through. Like I just I just know that these goals will just never happen. And it's just like I always have that like um tendency to just think that yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna do this goal like it's, it's gonna happen like I I have faith in myself but then it doesn't happen and like and, and then I you know get disappointed you know I, I it's just it was a very stressful and very just anxiety worthy situation that I honestly wish just never happened but and plus dealing with the information of me you know getting my wisdom teeth pulled out on top of my brand not coming to life and on top of me having COVID was just all was just so overwhelming and I would never want to go back to that moment of my life ever because it was horrible but I mean it wasn't like that bad but it was horrible like I I would never want to go through that experience but for a teachable standpoint I would think like you know I think it teach me some things um maybe not to start a brand too early um, and kind of just make sure that you have everything prepared and have every information that you have and make sure that information is actually factual and valuable and it's actually like giving you the correct facts and not like the incorrect facts. So I don't know. I think my problem was every time I would start a new project, I think I would get so excited about it. And I would just immediately want to like go on social media and share it. But the thing is, like, if I say, let's just say I um, came out with a podcast, right? Even though I have one, I signed on with like a podcast company or something, and it was going to launch August twenty first. And it's August. Let's just say it's three months in advance before launch, August twenty first, and it was sometime in. June I got that deal I immediately want to go and announce it on Instagram and all my social medias and say yay guys we're coming out with a podcast August 21st but then in between those moments or those months before launch I'm having issues with um audio or I'm having issues with getting a microphone or getting a setup or even uploading these um recordings onto the you know the app or something like you know I think it's best to just wait it out and just make sure that this company is factual and they're 100% valid and they're actually giving you the right facts and they're giving you the proper um, information about how to start a podcast and how you know why you should start with them you know blah, blah 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 like you know you just be prepared like don't announce it yet make sure that everything's ready everything's set and then once everything is perfectly set and it's all right to go then you know announce it and then wait until launch day and then once launch day comes launch is smooth and then you know everyone gets to listen to it you know I think just holding that excitement is just so 
difficult because that just tells that you are very passionate and you're very excited about starting a project and actually being excited about the project and then having to announce it and then something bad happens after that announcement that makes you stop that launch like it's it's a whole difficult process and it's so overwhelming and it's just so utterly just disappointing overall and embarrassing but it's okay we all make mistakes right and we all aren't you know we all aren't knowledgeable of a lot of different things so I think once we have that prior knowledge of understanding what we're dealing with I think it's better to just see or say that we can overcome it and we can challenge it a little bit and kind of just do our own thing I don't know but anyways um there will be a part two to the my wisdom teeth chronicles um where I will be going into the office probably talking about the procedure getting ready for surgery and then coming out of the surgery and then seeing how I am afterwards and kind of just healing. Um, I think it would be pretty great content, but also I think it would be pretty entertaining and pretty fun to do. Um, I can't wait to look back and see how I am and see how I look and how I sound, I guess, or I don't know. I, I know a lot of people go very, like they act very weird once they're out of the procedure and all that stuff so I think it would be pretty great content and also very entertaining so anyways I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode um if you did I love you if you didn't love you too um I will see you guys um next Wednesday I almost forgot when I um launch episodes but it's New episodes Wednesdays and Sundays. New new episodes Wednesday and Sunday. So then you guys can like know that. So Wednesday and Sunday. So then y'all don't get confused. Um, what else can I share really quickly before I go? Um, oh, I want to share something really quickly. Um, my school, right? I, I, I love being online. Don't get me wrong. Um, I love being in the comfort of my own home. Whatever. But um, I love homeschool. But like... I have, I've been taking these testings for the past two and a half years already. I took one last year and I took one the year before that. And it's called the Keystone testings. Now, I think they're completely BS. I hope none of my teachers see, like, watch this episode. Like, I'm just going off of what I feel. But they're complete bullshit because they don't make no sense. They don't affect your graduation plan as much as teachers want to express that and share with the students that it does affect your graduation plan and it does affect your graduation overall, you know, spectrum. But it doesn't really it doesn't really matter because I know there's a lot of people or a lot of teachers trying to bid the keystones out. But I kid you not every time I test, I like I don't I just I just know that I'm not going to know anything on the test. So I have to. So. In the beginning of the year, I would say in January, I had a class I had to take. So, basically, um, last year I took um, biology, I took algebra, and I also took um, English. Um, and I thought I reached all proficient proficient on all three tests. Because in the beginning of the year, I got put into a Keystone Algebra Remediation... Remediation... Wait remediation 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 course or something like that just algebra and in in the beginning of the year I thought okay so I just have to do algebra this year 
uh, for Keystones in um in spring. But then my mom gets an email, y'all. My mom gets a fucking email, and I have to do English, science or biology and algebra in May of this year. But this whole time, I thought I was only going to take algebra this year and not the other two. But apparently I have to take all three of them again because I didn't reach proficient on all three of them. I was so genuinely pissed and upset that I have to go back again, get up so fucking early and take these damn tests. It's insanity. It's absurd. I'm tired of it already. I don't even feel like trying my best anymore because it really doesn't, I don't really care anymore. Like it doesn't really like, honestly, I'm just not going to give my all anymore. I'm going to try my best. But like if I, if my best isn't something that they can't really see or they don't approve of, then you know what? So fucking be it because I'm tired of going back there and sitting in a fucking desk for like three hours straight trying to take this test and trying to answer all these questions and try to understand the prior knowledge I have from the school year about learning about whatever course like I'm, I, I was taking like science biology or algebra or English, whatever. Like, I'm not going to know every fucking possible thing that I've been taught this year. They're like, there's no absolute chance. Like, there's no chance. I don't have that thinking capability of trying to, like, figure out what I learned this year. Like, I I, I just don't. But they want you to to do that. They want you to, like, as much as they say, like, they don't want you to stress over it, but they're making me stress by saying it affects your graduation plan. That makes me stressed, but you're telling me that I shouldn't stress about it, but you're telling me that it affects my graduation plan, but you're telling me to not stress about it. Please make it make sense to me because I don't think it makes sense 100%. It does not make sense. Absolutely not. It's stupid. It's just, it's really stupid. Like all these kids I'm, I'm seeing just are just so stressed. They're, they're honestly scared for their future. They're honestly scared for the graduation plan because they think that they, they have this thought embedded in their brain that if they don't do well on these fucking keystones that they're not going to graduate high school or it's going to be so hard for them to graduate high school they have they have that like embedded in their brain from teachers that tell them that and i wish because i know from my teachers and my mom they tell me that the keystones and my speech therapist even told me that it doesn't really matter like they want you to think that it does but it really doesn't matter. Absolutely not. Um, it doesn't really, it, you know, that's not the reason why you can't graduate. Like, you have to pass the course. You have to pass your courses, and that's it. The keystones don't really fucking matter, but they want you to think that they do. Um, but the thing is, like, there's so many kids that think that it does affect their graduation plan. And maybe, and honestly, there's a, there might be a lot of people out there that may uh, disagree with me and say, well, yes, it does. It does affect your graduation plan. But honestly, from what I'm being told, from t- the teachers that I know personally that I've been with for almost five years, they told me that it does not really matter. Try your best. But, like, if you don't do good on it, so fucking be it. So be it. You tried your best. You went all in. I think as long as you tried your best and as long as you actually worked hard a little bit, feel proud of yourself. Feel proud of yourself for walking in that class, sitting in that desk for three hours straight. Feel proud of that. 
don't don't feel bad if the, these fucking test scores tell you that you're dumb because you're not dumb. You're very fucking smart. You can do possibly anything. We are honestly programmed to just be good test takers, not to actually be fucking smart or like to actually do things in the world that we honestly want to do with our lives. We're just basically programmed to just be good test takers. That's all what everyone looks for is good test takers, not good education or good educational practices like we're all, we're just programmed to just be good te- test takers and it's honestly it's honestly unbelievable and i think I would, i'm gonna get into this episode later on down the road it's gonna be called the college spectrum where i'm gonna i'm gonna like go over college and high school and why if it's if it's important or if it's not important like i know there's a lot of people that are gonna be arguing with me about that because i know there's a lot of people out there that, that think that college is the best opportunity for you for your future more specifically parents and of their generation because what they've been told is a lot different than what you know we're being told by our own generation like gen z that goes into like a whole different episode but anyways for me ranting for i don't know two hours straight um i hope you guys enjoyed um today's episode um stay tuned for part two of this um series um i'll see you guys next sunday or no i'll see you guys yeah no i'll see you guys wednesday yes um because i will be doing i'll be doing audio an audio episode every Wednesday and then also a video podcast every Sunday. I will probably get that mixed up and so confused. But um, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Love me too.